Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the Cincinnati game, you win Cincinnati, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking uh, the P word up and down these streets in Cleveland. But yeah, two wins—that's nice. You won two games in a row. We like that. Get to, get to seven and seven. Oh, so you're saying you got to beat Baltimore too? Yeah. I feel, well, listen, I, you th- I feel like if you beat the Bengals, and I, again, I don't know the severity of the injury to Lamar Jackson. But that could be a, a really big gift to Cleveland. If you get to 7-7, seven and seven, I think the hay is going to be out of the barn. The expectations will go through the roof. Oh, yeah. Because to me, if you beat Cincinnati, Deshaun will have to play demonstrably better than what he played uh, yesterday. And for those of you who, who like, I, I've seen people make excuses for Deshaun. I've seen people uh, try and, we're, I'm, gonna, I'm grading him on a curve. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. You don't grade franchise quarterbacks on a curve. You just don't. And if I did want to get into a comprehensive look at the playoff picture. So I, unlike some shows, it was the morning show. I only heard them reference one or two. I went through multiple places to look at playoff percentages. 538 gives the Browns a 8% playoff Ooh, chance. Okay. Uh, they only give the Steelers a 6% playoff chance. So we like that. Football outsiders give them a 4.4% chance to make the playoffs. That's a 1% chance to win the division. And then the New York Times, the struggling New York Times, with a 3% chance to make the playoffs and a 1% chance to win the division. And So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. And it's funny. I, it's kind of like the Michigan-Ohio State thing we are just talking about. There's part of me that looks at this and goes, man, you gotta you, listen. There's, it's all in front of you. It's right there. You got five games. Take care of those five games, and you can make it happen. But if you said right now, Pittsburgh, who has the same record, who I think is a lot less talented than you, if you said who's got a better chance of making the playoffs, you or Pittsburgh? Got to be honest with you. I trust Mike Tomlin, even with Kenny Pickett, who I think is, I think his limitations are real. I don't think Kenny's going to be anything more than maybe Jared Goff in his career. And that might be the best-case scenario. I kind of trust Mike Tomlin and the culture that he has in Pittsburgh because that team continues to just win games. And, like, they beat a crappy Atlanta team. But that's a crappy Atlanta team that you didn't beat. Yeah, and that Atlanta team is still sort of in the mix in that division, aren't they? Maybe not now, but... Mm. Yeah, it is. I guess because Tampa Bay's atop the division at five and six, so you're correct. 
Just saying. I mean, it's not like the Atlanta team. I mean, they're not great. They're bad. They're pretty bad. But they beat you. Yeah, they should have beat the Steelers, though. Yeah, no, no, no. It was. I mean, Marcus. it's Marcus Mariota versus Kenny Pickett. But I, I look at this, and I, I don't know. I just, I think this, I don't think this week was good for the Browns' playoff chances. Uh, I mean, the, the bottom line is you won, and that is good, right? Uh, anytime you win, it's going to help your playoff chances than versus when you lose. Like uh, in Green Bay right now, they beat the Bears. Coming off that uh, loss and Aaron Rodgers' uh, injury last week, all of a sudden, Green Bay at five and eight, I think, is their record. People are people are talking playoffs there. The P word is back on the docket yep. in Green Bay. But I do think it was an interesting week for because one, Cincinnati gets the win, but Baltimore. Not only does Baltimore barely get the win, Mar Jackson being hurt could have a real impact on the Browns' playoff chances. Not just because you play them in two weeks. Because that, I think that's one team that, like, we saw, if Tyler Huntley has to play the rest of this year, I think we saw what happened to the Ravens with Tyler Huntley last year where the second Lamar stopped being able to play, mm-hmm. they were out. They they lost damn near every game down the stretch and, and went from a potential, not just playoff team, a contender, to being a, you know, what was it? I think they had the 10th pick, 11th pick in the NFL draft last year. That, that to me, is the swing of if Lamar Jackson can't play the rest. It can't at least play the next couple weeks here. Yeah, I mean, how many games did they end up losing last year? Was it eight? The it, final eight it, games? Yeah, they, it was a complete collapse down the stretch. And they will collapse if he can't play. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, you know, when we talked about the Ravens, I think it's so funny because every everything that I have to say, positive for the Browns, there's a negative. Because, oh, Lamar's hurt. Lamar's probably not going to play this week for the Ravens. I would be shocked if this knee injury is that severe if he plays two weeks against the Browns. Yep. Oh, but the Bengals are are now taking sole uh, spot here in the uh, AFC. Well, you play the Bengals this week. Well, but Deshaun just played like crap. Like, I just feel like there's this, this, this give and take every time you start mentioning where the Browns are in their playoff spots. Like, there were some good things. Two weeks ago, last week, or no, no, no. What was the the Bills? After the Bills lost, it looked bleak because there just were not hardly any things yeah. that were positive. And it seemingly bleak like, in the fourth quarter against the Buccaneers. Well, but <laughs> but after the Bills, like everybody you needed to, to lose won. Well, now you've won two straight games, and there is a path. The problem it's not is great, Bob. the path is just perfection. And it, you also have to remember Deshaun Watson looked like crap yesterday. Yeah. Has that has that changed the way you're thinking about oh, yeah. the stretch, John? Oh, yeah, 100%. That is the, in the one way. It, I, I'm trying to say I just need a bigger sample size on the rust before I panic. 216-578-0092. If I ask you guys right now, Pittsburgh or Cleveland, both are 5-7. and seven. Right, both have to play each other at the end of the the season, which could end up being a game that a playoff spot could be on the line at the end of the season in that Brown Steelers game. And oh, by the way, it's in Pittsburgh. Dick in Dayton, welcome to the show, Dick. I'm telling you, yesterday it had to be the best day I ever saw. I mean, the Browns' defense looked good, and I'm saying uh, Juan Watson didn't make a good start, but they, the defense, and I'm thinking this weekend. It's going to be down to the nail, but I take the Browns by three this weekend. All right, Dick, let me ask you, how much of the Browns and special team success 
was the Texans are bad, and how much was the Browns have turned the corner? I just think that, um, uh, you know, like I think they might have got a pep talk, but I think the last two weeks they're on the roll, and I think they can get some more victories if they play like they do, guys. Dick, we appreciate it, buddy. Dick from Dayton there, a good buddy to the station. Um, like we had Nathan Zagura on earlier, and he said, well, since the, the the Ravens game, the defense has played better. That game moving forward outside of the Miami game, that was really the one game where he just got picked apart and torn apart. I want to see more. Now, do I think that there's a decent chance that, I mean, actually, you know what? Let's replay something you and I talked about from last week. Because I asked you, if the Browns come out and they flip the switch, right, if all of a sudden they just play like a different team on Sunday, is that a sign that Jacoby Brissett was holding them back or is that a sign that uh, that maybe the team was loafing it a little bit? When you were watching that defense play the way that they played yesterday and special teams too, it seems like overnight they put it all together their best performance of the year. I knew it was going to happen. I knew that they would play a little bit harder. They would they would show a little bit more fight and fire just from having that little electricity of Deshaun Watson be the quarterback. And that's what we saw. Isn't it, a little, isn't it not great that that happened? No, nah, I think it's natural. It's not great. By the way, we do have some uh, from Pete Thamel, some pretty... Ha, ah, pretty significant Ohio State news. You want to you wanna put that one out there on the air? Ohio State linebacker Mitchell is going in the portal. Mm. Yeah. That was one of, what was that, three years ago? He was like the highest rated linebacker, I think, in all the nation. Like, he was a huge, huge get, and he just hasn't, kind of hasn't uh, lived up to it a little God, bit. God, I hate the portal. Oh, I love it. You do? Yeah. I just wish it didn't no, happen I don't love now. it because I feel bad for the kids that are just think they're they're getting railroaded, and then they end up losing an education over it. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, there's collateral damage, but so much collateral damage. But the five hundred kids enter the portal today, and like two hundred of those kids are going to end up nowhere. Yeah, but that's the reality. Like, uh, unfortunately, the upside of that is that players do have the freedom to do this. The the upside is that they do have the opportunity that 300 of those 500 kids are going to maybe find better situations, even if it's just financially. Like, I, I just wish you could take the portal and almost create your own hot stove after. Like, I wish the portal wouldn't open up. And I know you have to do this because of school, because of you want to get kids registered if they're going to transfer schools mm -hmm. by January. I just wish you could make it in, like, from like uh, March to to August, I wish that I wish you could uh, that the portal ran that way. You know why? Because I think the portal, I I think the only part about the portal that isn't good for college football is that it all happens at once, like today, when uh, Spencer Rattler says in May, I'm going to open up and I'm going to go somewhere else. That was a huge story in college football, in a time where nobody's talking about college football. Free agency in college football, I actually think can be one, because it's national. You know, DJ Uyunglele, if he had waited until uh, graduating in May, right, to decide I'm going to test the, the portal waters, that would have been huge in terms of news. So I do think, like, 
Yes, there are downsides, but I think the negative could be, I think it might extend the college football news cycle out farther, and I think that's a good thing for college football inevitably. We do have some calls here on the Browns. Let's go with Joe in a car. Joe. Joe. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Guys, obviously the defense uh, won the game yesterday. Uh, that was one of the worst professional football teams I've ever seen, the Texans. But they beat them, and I'm not worried about Deshaun. He'll get there. Maybe it'll take a few games. But Dustin especially, I've never seen such poor, inadequate tackling as yesterday. I mean, it's made a great play, got a TD. But that runner came right at him, and he gives him a forearm and maybe a little bit of his shoulder, and the guy ran right over him and dealt it. He'll make one or two good plays, and then he's on that wedge when that guy returned, I believe it was a punt, maybe a kickoff. I mean, those guys had the gunners come down in the wedge, and they had five guys that nobody could tackle a guy. Speak to that. I, I, I can't. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you you wish you could, but it's I mean these are professionals. Yeah, I it's one of those things where I I think the Browns made the most of their opportunities. Yet yeah, they were given a lot, and by and large they took advantage of that. John Johnson made a great play on the sidelines that was gifted to him where it was Denzel Ward. That doesn't happen very often. Like, you made that point earlier. But I still saw a defense. Like, it's so tough. The numbers might look better. I still am not sold on the defense after yesterday. And some of that is that that team is not good over there. Matt in Medina. You got about 45 seconds, buddy. What you got for hey, Matt. us? All right. Well, the, the situation you laid out was, do you trust Mike Tomlin more or Stefanski more at the end of the season if and only if there's a playoff uh, berth on the line, and I would say the Browns, because given that situation, it would mean that Deshaun's, Deshaun's rust would, would, have, would have been gone, and he's been playing immaculate football at that point. So, yeah, we should beat the Steelers if that's the case. All right, buddy, we appreciate you, Matt. Thanks for the call, buddy. 216-578-0092. Uh, the playoff picture. Still playoffs. Pretty, playoffs. Uh, still pretty bleak if you're the Cleveland Browns. Uh, 538 gives them an 8% chance to make the playoffs. Football Outsiders, a 4.4% chance. New York Times, 3% chance. If it comes down to Pittsburgh and Cleveland, who would you put money on or who would you be more comfortable putting money on to make it the playoffs this year? And from one difficult conversation to another for the Browns on 92.3 The Fan. Five at five, coming up in about 15 minutes here. Nick Wilson, Dustin Fox on Afternoon Drive. It is a Browns victory Monday. But I, I think it's time to have, to really have, the uncomfortable conversation about Jedrick Wills. Because the Texans' defense is awful. It really is. There's like one guy who I would think uh, maybe had a good game yesterday, Dustin, and that's the guy that matched up against uh, Jedrick Wills yesterday. Um, and here's the problem, Dusty. That guy's a career uh, career undrafted free agent and a journeyman who is like his first chance to start in the NFL. Mm -hmm. It's not about Jedrick Wills' struggling. What I'm more concerned about is Jedrick Wills 
having it seems like every week there are more and more plays of Jedrick Wills watching people go by and not seeming all that concerned about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you think it was effort? Yeah. Why why would he not give effort in a, a situation like this where his job's on the line, his his franchise quarterback's coming back? Like, I just don't I don't know that it's effort as opposed to just talent. And he's not really good at playing left tackle. Well, but what's the difference from two years ago when as a rookie he was I would say above average as as a tackle? Last year it felt like injuries, but this year, like I I, I think so Was that his worst game of the year? I don't know, rating wise, like PFF, but in your opinion, yes, comparative to the I talent. Wonder, I wonder if it's because of having a different quarterback, different style, like starting to get used to, um, you know, like Deshaun is not going to sit in the pocket. I don't know. I I know that when it's Von Miller, I can say that's Von Miller. If it's Bradley Chubb, I can say that's Bradley Chubb. When it is uh, Trey Hendrickson, oh well, Trey Hendrickson. Uh, you know, beats a lot of left tackles. Maybe I'm not too afraid of that. And I'm looking for the guy's name right now because I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. The guy who who made Jedrick Wills look like a slappy yesterday was Ogbo Okoronkwo. That not, that's not Von Miller. That's not Bradley Chubb. That's not T.J. Watt. That's not. Um, uh, any one of the Ravens cadre of NFL Hall of Famers that they've signed at the end of their career, it's a guy whose probably best role on a winning team is mm-hmm. third edge, what Chase Winovich is right now. And by the way, Chase Winovich uh, was a former top 64 pick. Uh, Ogbo Okoronkwo was not. And I agree with you. Like, I I think we've gotten to a point where I think the logical move is if Jedrick Wills continues to struggle, I think they probably would say goodbye to Jack Conklin and then just move Jedrick Wills to right tackle because you don't want to give up on the former. I would would do that in a heartbeat. Um, But I guess my point is, like, how many times do we need to see this guy get beat and then give up pursuit? Like, that's the thing that I found. Like, yesterday, there were multiple times where Mm -hmm. he got beat on the inside. The guy... Oh, laid the hell out of the guy. And then Jed doesn't continue on trying to block or doesn't try to block the next man. He doesn't wait to see if Deshaun moves and then tries to block him again or re-engage. Right. Like, he doesn't do any of the things that you can point to and go, oh, he's still playing. He just lost his man, right? I hear you. And I'm not defending Jedrick Wills in any way at all because I, I've been saying for weeks I feel like He's just he's been a bust at left tackle, but he is he's talented. I mean, there was a reason he was a first round pick. And remember, he was he was a great college right tackle. He had played a little left tackle, but not the primary uh, the primary position he played at, at Alabama was right tackle. So before I ever give up on a guy like this, I would try him out at right tackle. Well, yeah, I I guess what I'd just like to know from the Browns is what happened. Like, what's the difference from the guy we saw two years ago as a rookie? Because I think. Some people might say, oh, well, the NFL adapted to him. Mm-hmm. But, well, but it, it, like, it, it's not like two years ago, we weren't talking about effort with him. Two years ago, it was, well, he's not Joe Thomas, right. but he's pretty, he's pretty okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Right? Like now, for a long time, I kind of ignored the 75 Twitter threads about whether that guy gives full effort or not. 
that's like I'm I'm just watching Hilda Froholt, who is a, might not be the most physical guy in the world, blocks his ass off, tries his ass off. Wyatt Teller is a guy who might mat he might give up that one holding play or that one penalty a game that drives you crazy. I don't doubt how hard Jack Conklin can't stay healthy. I don't doubt how hard he plays. Right. I think the evidence is is stacking up that that maybe Jed is more interested in other things, or maybe he maybe it's his confidence is shot. I don't know. Well, if his confidence is shot, then it just got a lot worse yesterday because now you got your franchise quarterback in there and you got him killed. Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. Where are you guys with Jedrick Wills? Is this a left tackle, right tackle thing? Is this an effort thing? And how do you want to see the Browns address it? Matt, in a truck, welcome to the show. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, doing all right, buddy. What you got? You, man? Hey, hey, I was just, I, I don't understand a ruling on a penalty yesterday. Maybe you guys can help me out. The, the, the Texans quarterback hands the ball off and becomes the lead blocker and gets lit up by a lineman, and they call a personal foul. What's how does how does is that even a penalty? Is, um, is that a right call? You remember yeah, that play? Yeah, they they're gonna treat. Listen, I don't. I I I wasn't a fan of that penalty either. I think the positioning of Kyle Allen and Kyle Allen put his hands up like he was going to engage. Who the hell was yeah. it? Who was the defender? I, I off the top of my head, I can't remember who it was. I, I can't it, either. It's somebody we've bitched about plenty about. Though I will say, oh, it was Chase Winovich. We just mentioned the name. Um. And actually, Chase Winovich was saying everything you and I are saying right now on the sideline. But the reality is, it doesn't matter. If a quarterback takes what they deemed, and, and I thought Kyle Allen flipped as well, if a or, or flopped as well, if, if a quarterback looks like he took a hit and it's in that position, they're going to call it. Every time. I just can't believe it's Kyle Allen. Like, if it's Patrick Mahomes, I think of the call. If it's Patrick Mahomes, I can take it. If it's... Um, yeah, but shouldn't we protect all the quarterbacks the same? No. <laughs> no. No. Only the ones that matter. Kyle Allen is going to be uh, the Kurt Warner special. He's going to be bagging groceries in six weeks. He might... Excuse me. He might be, but he's still... I mean, these quarterbacks are not the most physical in nature. <laughs> uh, stature, I should say, maybe. Then lay on the ground yeah. in a possum pose. That's my take. I hear you. Like anybody else. And like, uh, this is from a guy who used to see Cam Newton on end arounds block and actually pancaked an NFL tackle because that's a thing. Like, if you're a defensive end, and also, I thought Chase Winovich just ran into him. He did. And, and, then, Ch and then Kyle Allen, oh, uh, we got the five at five and your reaction on Jedrick Wills next on 923 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.